0: The Winnipeg Jets have made the playoffs, but what are their prospects now that they're there? Harrison Lee of Locked On Winnipeg Jets joins us to discuss what it'll take for the Jets to go on a long playoff run this year. Gil Martin here. The Locked On Road to the Stanley Cup continues as we welcome Harrison Lee from Locked On Winnipeg Jets to take stock of the Jets' chances to make a deep postseason run. And Harrison, thank you so much for stopping by and glad the Jets made the playoffs. What do you think is the biggest storyline in Winnipeg now as the Jets get ready to start postseason play?
1: Ironically, I I think um, for for the Jets, it's probably the future of the team. It feels like the past couple of weeks, everything went from zero to 60 real quick. Uh, The Jets kind of hinted that things financially weren't great. We got emails and stuff about season ticket renewals. And then, you know, we're seeing all of these pushes about huge campaigns. And it's strange because the Jets are now, I mean, they they fought their way to a playoff spot and you would think that would be the central narrative. But all of a sudden, within the past like month or so, it's completely changed. Even within the last two weeks, it's about the future of the team and how Winnipeg has to come together and buy tickets and all of this stuff. And it's it's strange. I mean, it feels kind of. Oddly timed um, for the for the Jets to be talking about this. Uh, but by the same token, because they're now in the playoffs, they're really pushing for people, people to sell out the stadium. So, you know, I just talked about it on a podcast that I put out today, but I feel like this playoff run might be one of the most important in Jets history. There's a really good chance that we're about to see a referendum on this team's future. Um, and it's weird to say, because like, I I've always said, the Jets would be fine in Winnipeg. They're financed by a very wealthy individual. They have a strong front office, but suddenly the cracks are showing and and COVID I think really changed things. So playoff (laughs) playoffs apparently are no longer uh, the central story, which is unbelievable to say, but like this is this team's kind of swan song, I guess, with this core. So let's hope it actually goes well.
0: Yeah. What do you think the biggest reason would be why the Jets would win the Stanley cup this year?
1: Oh, (laughs) well, uh, it's going to be first and foremost, Hellebuck. I mean, whatever happens with this team, it starts with him. Uh, Now, I'll say this. They aren't as reliant on him as they used to be. Uh, They actually are a pretty half-decent team. Uh, They just couldn't score for like two months, which was really strange. But nowadays, I think that, you know, Hellebuck is the deciding factor, like that extra edge. But the team, as long as the new lineups and stuff can contribute offensively and and the top six can uh, keep on scoring, I think – it's a more balanced team than it was in previous years
0: what about the biggest reason why the Jets would not win the Stanley Cup
1: also hellebuck uh, <laughs> so the, the Jets finishing recently has kind of been a little turbulent to put it lightly they have some of the worst finishing uh, out there they have a very bad power play and so hellebuck basically has to be perfect so when I say he you know he might not be the he might be the reason that they get eliminated it's not because he'd be poor it's more like if he surrenders even two goals or three goals, the Jets are suddenly in a really tight spot. Now, I'm hoping it's not that dire, and I'm hoping it's not going to be that big of an issue. But by the same token, with how the Jets have been over the past three months, it's it's a little bit nervy.
0: Any prospects that the power play will improve in the playoffs?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, how I wish. <laughs> um, they. I mean, they put Ehlers on the top unit, which did help. But the problem with Ehlers um, being the solution is that philosophically what the power play does is the core problem. Ehlers kind of forces them to speed up stuff because he's always making crafty passes. He's skating quickly around the perimeter. But the moment he steps off the ice, they all just kind of stand around and wait for things to happen. I've never seen this power play look so dead, to be honest. Um, And so I, I think that that is a big enough problem to where I don't know if it's going to resolve itself. Uh, Ehlers is going to force some things to work. And already we have seen at least a couple of power play goals, but um, overall, I I don't see that unit like drastically changing.
0: Who is the key player to watch on the jets as we start the Stanley cup playoffs?
1: Ooh, this one has to be Ehlers. Uh, I think ever since he's come back to the lineup, he's been one of the most creative players But even though he technically gets as many shifts as everyone else does in the top six, uh, his time on ice distribution is super weird. He plays like 14 or 15 minutes a night, which for a player of his caliber, I don't care how many shifts he gets. If you have to double shift him, just do it. That dude needs to be on the ice constantly. He's our most important player that's not named Hellebuck, um, and he is a massive difference maker. I guess if you're looking for one other option, it'd be Shifley. I think Mark is finally looking motivated again. Uh, The funny thing with Shifley is like a lot of people don't understand if he is motivated, he's basically as good as, you know, any center out there McKinnon, um, not, not maybe Matthew's level, but somebody who is still a dominant attacker. But if he's kind of pissed and not really feeling it, he just doesn't show up. So um, recently he's looked a lot happier since um, I mean, I guess winning does make everyone happier. Uh, He's been playing out on the wing. He looks rejuvenated. So, I'm hoping, and crossing fingers, that actually lasts this time.
0: What would a successful playoff run look like for the Jets, and what's at stake if they fall short?
1: Ooh, so I guess Winnipeg's happy to be here would technically be a success because there's playoff revenue. But the Jets—I mean, this is it. Uh, I think the, the the bell is tolling for this group, and more importantly, it is tolling for uh, Tolling for Hellebuck. He, after this next, like the next season and a half, I think he's gone. I think he'll test free agency. I think he'll walk. I just can't see a reason for him to stay. Um, and if what I was talking about earlier with the future of the team is in fact the case behind the scenes, it means financially, they just don't have the money to pay all of these players. They're talking about um, reducing wages and, and cutting the salary bill. Um, and I think at the trade deadline, there was a massive shock because everyone's like, oh, the Jets can do anything. They'll make a huge trade. Timo Meyer come to Winnipeg. Um, any number of other top scorers come to Winnipeg, and all we got was as much as I love them, they're not Timo Meyer, you know, Niederreiter and Nemesnikov They're great role players and depth players, uh, but I think it was a huge wake-up call that the Jets were saying we don't believe in this group and we're not going to spend the money to. So, um, yeah, things are are increasingly concerning, uh, especially on the back end. I guess. Um, the second part was like if they fall short, if they don't do well, you know, I, I, I'm really struggling with the question because I feel like the Jets have accomplished what they set out to do in making the postseason. And I don't know what their metrics for success or failure are. My guess is, you know, with the season ticket holders cratering, that would be the biggest concern. Um, I, I think the Jets financially are, are struggling more than they let on. And, you know, on top of the small market and all of the factors that kind of come with it, a crappy playoffs means that I think even fewer people are renewing tickets. Uh, We've had one of the lowest average attendances in Winnipeg over the past like decade that the team has been there. And, you know, for a team that is like live or die by attendance right now and ticket sales, that simply cannot happen. So it's 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 a really high pressure situation. I think it's a story that's going to really start taking shape um, in the, in the broader hockey media over the next couple of seasons. And, you know, if this continues, I mean, the Jets might legitimately be relocated again.
0: Wow. Well, I hope it doesn't come to that, Harrison. Thank you so much for joining us. And that does it for our Winnipeg Jets preview here on the Locked On Road to the Stanley Cup. Be sure to subscribe to or follow Locked On Winnipeg Jets for free on YouTube. Or wherever you get your podcast, the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.